And we're on. <laughs> you fucking uh, dick. <laughs> you, you toolbox. Hey, Tommy. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing, Senor? Senora Finlay. Ay. It's a little racist. I don't care for that kind of no, humor. No, my but... friend. It is a celebration. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Tommy. Tommy Bear. I, uh, Rawr. <laughs> um, I've wanted to talk about this next movie for a while, which is not to say that I've seen it. I've just heard of this guy. Mm-hmm. And now a little bit I'm disappointed. Like I think at some point we're going to have to do the guy, the director himself, Satyajit Ray, <laughs> yeah. who, who is like apparently... I mean, this is such, such a fucking Western thing. Of all the great things about the West, the, the, the exceptionalism and isolationism culturally that has a guy like... I'm not even saying, sure if I'm saying his name right. Satyajit Ray, mm-hmm. who's like... He, he is the, you know, whatever. Spielberg, Coppola, Scorsese, whatever. Hitchcock, uh, for lack of a better... Uh, like He's like the... Yeah. Of, of Asia, I guess, or may, or maybe specifically just India, mm-hmm. um, and yet it's sort of like what took me even hearing his name is that um, I saw a, an interview with Martin Scorsese. Now Martin Scorsese has this a really cool film preservation project, yeah, um, and um, I think he has restored like 450 films that at this point would be lost to us. Right. So that's pretty incredible. But mm-hmm. he he said back in um, the early Late, I guess the late fifties or early sixties. This director, um, Satyajit Ray, um, was the first film he saw in his neighborhood in, in what was then Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan, and, and that blew him away. That wasn't just entertaining, but made him think about like film as a craft and film as an art. Right. And he might have even said this film, although the date nineteen sixty three seems a little bit late for that mm-hmm. for that have happened to Scorsese since I think it was sixty seven or sixty eight that he did Who's That Knocking? Right. So that would be a five year period between being moved by motion pictures as an art form and then starting to make your own moving pictures as art form. Right. But in any case, let's just say it was this film, The Big City. Mm-hmm. Um and, also, and the Indian also is, known in India Mahang Mahanagar? I think is if we're possibly pronouncing that I'm, right. I'm only hoping that people have the generosity that I think I have when somebody who clearly doesn't speak English does a fairly good job grammatically, and I'm like, give them credit. I hope people are just giving us credit because otherwise we're just all, being all five of you bastards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good. <laughs> Please point. don't drown our Facebook yeah. once again. <laughs> so anyway, the big city, um, and it's uh, um, anyway. I, I, so okay. I, I held off for a long time, mm-hmm. and I saw that there was a pretty. Uh, that's Spirit. There's a pretty um, good. Pr- <laughs> it sounded like there was no we shards of crickets of metal in here, buddy. <laughs> running, <laughs> raining from the sky. So, so um, that there was a pretty good print on YouTube and mm-hmm. the Criterion Collection. And anyway, the big city. I, I'll throw it to you, Tom, because I feel like I have a lot to say. But what did you think of this film? Um, well, you know, I, was, yeah, I mean, well. it, totally, it, it lives, it belongs on the Criterion Collection. We'll put it that way. Uh, I heard of this from the Important Cinema Club. It's where I first heard about this, this particular this, film. No, this director. Uh, I got I, it. He, they Love may the or may not have talked about this movie mm-hmm. as well, uh, in it, but, um, and I'd heard the name, I want to say I'd heard the name somewhere else, but really, and I might have heard it from, I think I might have heard it from a Scorsese interview as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's fucking interesting. This movie right here, I mean, I don't know if this is like his greatest accomplishment or this is considered his best movie. No, I don't I think it is. Out. I want to find out. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty fucking tremendous, I would have to say, in a lot of ways. By the way, if, if this 
terrible little podcast of ours was the, was <laughs> like the the parallel would be like a, a morning radio talk show or something. Mm-hmm. The important cinema club would be like our Howard Stern, and and so much so that we even will pretend we don't listen to it. I don't know. I think they covered something. Or th- now, I, actually, at this point, it has been a long time since I've listened to them, mostly because I'm busy and I just want to save it up and stuff. But mm-hmm. they are my, you know, my personal movie, classic movie podcast yeah, heroes. For a couple for of sure. comedians. Uh, for a couple of ca- Canadians is what I meant to say there. It, they're clowns. Canadians yeah, are usually clowns. Canucks. I hear you, buddy. Canucks, whatever. The other thing is the criteria. What about Cantonucks? Co- Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what we're saying at the moment. No, I think negatively. I like it. Nihilism. <laughs> Fair. Um, um, but the Criterion Collection too is like it, it no longer carries that much weight to say. I believe the Great Muppet Caper is now in the Criterion Collection. It doesn't hold as much weight yeah, as it what used was that to. Movie that you fucking hated, and look, and it's on the Criterion Collection. Is it Rashomon? Was uh, that that might be one well. Of that them. is absolutely in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, it was something else. I can't remember. Like I don't know. Oh, Sunny Chiba or something like that. Street. Oh, there's no way Sunny Chiba is. Oh, I bet. I, I almost guarantee. He's yeah, in there see, that's what I mean. It's a pro- anyway. So, so that by itself, that didn't. Imp- well, you don't think Sunny Chiba belongs in the Criterion Collection as we understand the Criterion Collection, which is like important, great. I mean, is it is it belong in the same room as as a Fellini film? No, no. I'll answer and, and I'll for you, sir. The one, I, <laughs> the one I'm thinking that isn't a Sunny Chiba movie, but I, I, but again, I wouldn't be surprised just because of his sort of reputation in the yep. Asian cinema. But it was something else that was recent, and and I couldn't have disagreed with you more. But I know you hated it, anyways. But that's beside the point. Anyways, this movie firmly in the Criterion Collection absolutely deserves to be. Yeah, it's it is. Um, I, I, I mean, before we talk about like it as a piece of literature, the way mm-hmm. we talk about literature, like the, the tropes, well, and this the story, really is a piece of literature. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, potentially all film is literature. I would say this is good literature in the in the genre of film as literature. Then, yeah. But but um um it, the the approaches that um that the director takes, um, I think. I was I was struggling to figure out like who does he remind me of and really he reminds me of Shakespeare in that one of the things about Shakespeare is Shakespeare directs from the grave you know mm-hmm. with without the the Sam Shepard sort of or or Quentin Tarantino marginal notes in the script mm-hmm. he, he Shakespeare wrote in such a way that you kind of have to mm-hmm. play things okay. a certain way like you can dick around with with modernity and stuff and put handguns in it but you still have to play his lines a certain way right um, and and so in some ways. Um, I, I kind of felt like there was a, a real Shakespearean quality happening here because, for instance, a lot of what happens in this film that gets your attention is in the sideline or the background. So, for <laughs> so the, the, the husband who you think is the main character but turns out to be kind of be like the secondary character right. in, in this family. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what's really tense and interesting about this film is him not talking but listening to other people, his wife, his father talk, and him yes. sort of listening from a hallway or something. Right, right, like right. Like your attention, you're, and that's when I realized when the first time I noticed my being wrapped at like what his facial expression is, mm-hmm. and 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 the 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 left hand twenty percent of the screen was I realized how how much I'd been drawn into what's happening in this film, yeah, and, yeah. and invested in it. Well, this movie actually, uh, I got to be honest, as far as like movies we've talked about so far, this movie really reminded me a lot, in and in a weird way because it's almost the opposite of Tokyo Story. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, of I mean, Tokyo Story is the story of like the old couple, but this is the story of the young couple in context yeah. with the old couple. So, in a sense, it's it's like the opposite, but it has that it has that quality of ugh, man. This is gonna sound douchey as fuck. It has that quality of seeming like like very dead on culturally. 
you know, of, and I'm speaking yep. from from uh, about a culture that is beyond my experience, of course. But it seems like there's 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 things going on there that are absolutely relevant universally, and that seem very specific culturally. And uh, and 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 Ray has the ability to make you, me as an outsider, care about that as well. Sort of sort of latch onto it a little bit. It's hard to say what's beyond our grasp <laughs> culturally, really, in a way, because in sure, some no. ways the circumstances of India, right? So this is <laughs> yeah. literally. 15 years after independence, if I'm mm. doing my math right. And so, and it references certain aspects of that. You know, the boss who says like, boy, they left, they left behind some idiots for us, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you know the, the art direction of the film, you know, every, every space of, of most interior walls are covered with some sort of like Gillette's the best advertisement yeah. or something like that. Very mm -hmm. sort of Western, you know, the, the intrusion's not going to leave. Right. In other words. So, so there's that aspect of like, well, it's sort of like reading Orwell or reading a Devakaruni short story. It, well, Orwell from like Burmese days or something where it's mm -hmm. like, um, yes, it's being told from a Western point of view, let's say an Orwell story. Um, but I'm, it's not inaccessible because I have a Westerner with a conscience sort of guiding me through this different culture. Right. And, and, and Ray is not the outsider. He's the insider. I'm the outsider. But he's still the culture, the historical facts of India by mm -hmm. 1963, but also Ray's sort of take on cinema. Part of it is very much not like Uzo, for instance. You know, um, Ray has sort of early, like, um, camera doing an extreme sort of close-up on a face starting from across the street. Yeah. And that's very like, I think we talked about it, that in Clute. That's a very mm -hmm. like early 1970s Western move. And so in some ways it's like, he's very much from his culture. He's very much from like, I'm this quotes around the word our culture, right? right the Western right. cinematic culture or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and, and so I think the story is like that too, because it's very much about, fill in the blank for this, by the way. The, the end days of and the beginning days of, and then just keep filling the blanks in. Men and women, yeah. old and new, yeah. Western and Eastern, you know, like just a well, million that's what, things. That's, I think, like the ultimately, like one of the sort of the, the sub-themes of this movie is sort of the schizophrenic nature of the culture that, as they were sort of experiencing it there, right? Yeah. So, like, for instance, um, so the, the main hero is, is it Prajit or something like that? The the woman, the, the wife. We're going to fuck it up anyway, but yeah. why, why don't I, because I have it open here. Um, and I now I can't find it. It's not Pintu, is it? No. Pintu's the little boy. Yeah. But okay, but 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 okay. So every time uh, Arati, that's it, right? Arati. Okay. Yeah. Every time she uh, Arati, uh, every time she uh, so she gets a job, and every time when she's at home, she doesn't. She she is she 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 doesn't wear makeup when she goes to work. And when she's putting on the makeup, you'll notice she, she's leaning into a mirror. Mm -hmm. Like the mirror almost represents the Western world and Western culture oh, and yeah. her putting on the makeup to go to work to, to sort of fit into, you know, the higher, like, like I said, it's, it's almost about like a person, uh, in, in, a, in a sense, in the way the good earth was, mm -hmm. uh, in a, a person sort of caught between the schizophrenia of a Western influence yeah. that is, that well, that is there, but is also sort of lightly felt in some senses, you know. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I think that Ray's kind of a master at using our art direction or cinematography or just direction itself mm -hmm. to find little like. If you blinked, you, you wouldn't consider it, but like little metaphors that, that mm. show the balance between the two worlds. You know, when the husband is, he's unemployed at a cafe at a certain point and, and his wife enters 
with a, a, just in his eyes just a man yeah but also enters with it, it's clear that it actually is sort of some sort of business something associated with the business she's yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. um and you see him listening to her this is another listening part from the right hand of the screen in his corner he he knows now she's not gonna, her back's to him she's talking to this man um, and as the camera pans closer to his face and out of range of, of the table, you notice the only thing in the restaurant that's not sort of newfangled and Western is this little polished granite column. And there's a reflection on the black yeah. column of them talking <laughs> about the things that's disturbing him and the right-hand side of the screen. And it's like, wow, there yeah. is. I remember looking at that and just pausing and going like that shot is an incredible, those eight seconds are mm-hmm. like an incredible expression of an artist. And right. And, 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 and I'm always, I've always been a person like, I remember like what, what John Huston said about the, uh, there are a lot of directors who will try to show you some kind of a cool shot right. in a, uh, in a, in, you know, the, uh, the doorknob or something right. like, like a reflection out of the doorknob yeah. and how overused that can be. The mm-hmm. Ray is really, yeah, he's really fucking interesting. He's really fascinating. Like I said, I noticed that whole schizophrenia thing I was talking about in the mirror, like how, how every time she was, yeah. she she was really, really deep in that moment, like having that that sort of Western thing, uh, culture thing, sort of wash over her. She was looking into a mirror, like most of the time. You know what? It didn't bother me at all. Like no. that would have bothered me in the hands of a of a lesser director. But I got to say, Ray, he has a way of making it seem natural, and and even though you see it. There's not a lot of attention being called to it, and it's not offensive. All the great artists, um, I think, are are tend tend to become greater or show their greatness because they're doing something you're not supposed to do, and they're they're like, you you can't right. you have no response to it. You're like, well, you should do it, yeah. but no one else should do it. <laughs> right, fair enough. And that's I think yeah, Ray does that a lot in this film. So anyway, it's a film about um, a, f- a husband and wife. They have a one child, a boy, mm-hmm. staying with them as the wife's sister, and then also his parents. Right. So it's this extended baba, baba this extended family, and so like um, some of the, the the outskirts here because it goes back and forth. He builds conversations too. I, it's one thing I really like is it's rare, except in the instance of the initial sort of you know conflict or, or whatever to the story. Mm-hmm. All the other stories are kind of half conversations that come back and start completing themselves later on. Right. And there's this thing about about um, Baba, his father, who's like now aged, li- dependent on his son. Yeah. Um, who who his son is, is in banking, but being in banking in this instance is a, 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 an honorable profession, but not one where you're going to make a lot of money. Right, right. And so he needs glasses and this, and it's, he's educated. He's educated to the point where he plays the English crossword puzzles for mm-hmm. like a, the this potential prize money. I thought that would be the big factor in the movie. I'm glad it wasn't. Right. Um, and, and just the, his, his trying to procure glasses in a way where he has dignity. And for the old man, it's like, look, he, the old man was a teacher. Yeah. And so for him, it's like, I have a son who's taking care of me, but look at all these sons I have in the city. Who I wonder, who, I wonder if that really hit you hard as a, as, as an, an educator, as an, as an educator yourself. Yes. It made me think about what I could get from people later <laughs> on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, you remember in 2007, that C grade I gave you. <laughs> Um, but now you, now you got me thinking about it, but, (laughs) but, um, so it's like, it's like, well, look, he's not wrong and he's not right. But, but the thing is the more Western the culture is in a way, the Mm -hmm. more wrong he is. 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Well, that's one of one of the things I was sort of thinking about too. Like when I was talking about like how uh, you know he sort of dips into the other culture as well. Like that doesn't make any sense in a Western cultural context right. that he would feel this way. But like, in an that, Asian, well, the, in an I, Asian don't, educational... I don't think I completed the thought. Just to, just so you have something to go with. The thought was that what he's owed is that these these men who he now men who he taught as boys. Can, should be should help him out financially, right? I'm oh, sorry. So go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I, I, I guess in uh, sort of an Indian context or or in uh, you know an Eastern Asian cultural context, yeah. the, being a teacher is more of being a mentor than it is in our context. I don't. That seems to be the case. I and don't I, know. Because I, I'm, I'm, and I think I, I want to say I've heard that, but I, I don't, I'm. I, do I know? I've assigned my critical thinking students right now. We're we're, we're doing Socrates, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's between the Apology and Crito. There's a lot of that that I don't know that it's purely non-Western. It mm-hmm. might be it might be more a thing of modernity that, that that's lost. But I don't Maybe, know. Yeah. I, I can't tell you or, for or, sure. Or like a like an approach. I mean, the approach is yeah. the approach in Western is not as as of now isn't really the same. Isn't that? And and so the sun also sort of perched on this cusp between <laughs> you know. I mean, he's he's headed toward the Western, obviously, but he still has these. Is a little bit like. Should he be ashamed, you know, of not really being able to fully take care of his father? Mm-hmm. Is this all sort of bullshit from the past? Right. Um, is it that fate has lent him, uh, dealt him a bad hand? By the way, why are all the father's students doing so well? Mm-hmm. And he himself is sort of, you know, stuck, if you will. Yeah. But he also is doing well enough that he's got a little bit of, <laughs> of cocky. Well, hubris, I guess, is what we'd call it, right? Mm-hmm. Because he thinks... Um, I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm all of a sudden. I'm, I thought I might be forgetting this. The wife. Sorry, he has a job and he's okay with the wife getting a job to make some extra money. Yes, he's the. Yeah, sorry, I now, just forgot. When, when he, she gets a job, she starts making about as much money apparently, or maybe more. Yeah, but it's important to know that like he was really cocky. Like um, he saw himself as a progressive. Yeah, like you know, like there's no reason my wife. If we want right. a little more money, that's great. You know, right. and 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 like so, you really like him. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, <laughs> I liked him throughout. I think yeah, that's one of the I things that too. was kind of interesting about him is yeah. he made his where he was coming from because he didn't just turn asshole all the way because he no. could easily have done that. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, he set, set his wife on fire. I don't know. I mean, would it just, just you know, he could have been a monster and he yeah. wasn't. He was genuinely a tortured individual in this context. But he also came from a place where. <laughs> you know, having your wife make more money than you would have been is just like not a thinkable thing. Yeah, you know the thing is, I what, fucking couldn't wait personally. What I find interesting is he is tortured, but he's not. He's it shows part of what's good about him. He's not actually fully tortured. He's he's more confused than anything, and sometimes yeah. confused by his own feelings. There's actually only one point in the story at which he asserts himself in a way that seems. Um, you know, unfair, let's say, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but yeah. So, so her 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 job as a, as a saleswoman, um, making decent money. Now in contact with the big city, the name of the movie, mm-hmm. but also in contact. There's an important minor character, an Anglo Indian, and this is one that of the, the boss. Interesting. Ref- the yeah. boss refers to her as like the idiots that the British left yeah, yeah. behind or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, she gives her the aforementioned lipstick, and and so it's sort of like. Uh, the film is really careful not to show this woman as a liberator. In mm-hmm. a way, she's liberating, right. but in a way, you know, our main she character also a shit disturber, just is, more or less accidentally. Yeah. But she also, her own life is a little not quite w- what she would have people think it is. Right, right. Um, so that's really interesting. And so all these two things are at the very least on the table, which is to say the older generation and then the sort of the newer generation, the possible conflict between the conservative or 
you know, lefty, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. husband and wife, because she's also, oh, well, something, anyway, a lot happens and it confuses things. <laughs> okay. I was about to give away too much, but uh. there's, there's stuff that, we're just giving premise stuff because it gets really sort of complex, and yet it's and yet in some what ways it's a very simple story. Let's ask, what's this movie about? Yeah, uh, right. Okay, so I mean, you could go like with the service thing. It's about a woman who gets a job and tries to help her family out, and oh, you mean literally? Yeah, I mean the, literally, and the, oh. you could go that route, or you could do what we're doing, which is really kind of trying to dig into the, the you know dig into the sand and and you know pick out the roots a little bit. But there's a lot of things going on in this movie. Yeah, there are a lot of things going on in this movie. And the thing is, it refuses almost at every turn to to go where you think it is, but it also yeah. refuses to um give you uh, any anything that could be called a twist. Right. There's almost no twist. There are things where you dread the arrival of a person too soon, for instance, like oh, what's ha oh, mm -hmm. this could oh no. But then when you if you really get down to it, it's no more a gut churner than um, your own mom and dad fighting. <laughs> right, right, right. You realize, right. oh, I'm actually just being hit with with the um, the tension of normal human frailty here. Well, that's okay, Grant. Okay, so let's let's go. This this is the first movie I've ever seen, uh, the Indian movie, um, yeah. where um, no one broke out and dance. Well, first off, there's that, yeah. uh, but it made me want to go to India. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like really? like oh, okay, and uh, they made it made it seem accessible to me, like. Most other hmm. movies I've seen that are set or about India, like they, they bring out the, all the things that I, that I find very alien in their culture. Well, uh, this one uh, kind of bridges that gap a little bit. It shows, you, it shows you both sides of it, and I think it's really interesting that way. Well, because it, 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 it steeps itself in what could potentially be the boring aspects of life. And, and, and mm -hmm. movies about India or, or Myanmar or anything else, it's like you're, they're either exoticized. Yeah. For Westerners, which is fine, but it's not that interesting particularly. Or it, it's like the nightmare of impoverished yeah. India. Yeah. And by the way, India is exotic to Westerners. Mm -hmm. And there are parts of India that are, have experienced for a long time economic nightmare. But but it's like there are, there's not just two two sides to that coin. If yeah, you we're, well, we're not more than 10 minutes away from a hobo, uh, homeless person camp in where we're sitting. So, yeah. Yeah. We That's true. true of anywhere, but um, oh, you mean literally where we are geographically? At this yeah, moment. geographically. Like, you know, we're not very far from 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 that. Did so. I? Did I? I got to tell you what happened recently. I'm going to okay. say it during this podcast. Right. Take a little detour. I went. I our granddaughter lives with us, and um, she's 20. And um, I came into the kitchen where our big sort of kitchen window is, and and she was walking away from the kitchen window in kind of a disgust. I had to ask, "What's wrong?" Oh. This cop, he, he pulls up around the corner, and a guy, a homeless gentleman, is um, taking aluminum cans, and the cop gave him a ticket. Hmm. And, and I go, ah, yuck, you're right. And she goes, and I went outside to tell him, don't you have anything better to do? And I, I was like, oh, I'm really proud of you, you know, like, <laughs> wow. And she goes, and then she sheepishly goes, um, yeah, I think his window was up and he didn't hear me. Like she, like she was kind of disappointed in herself that she didn't have more courage. And I thought, well, then you had you had enough courage. And as we were saying it, I looked at the window and the cop was had circled around the block and was coming back to the to the can to make sure that that guy had not gotten any tin cans out of there. Right to double check. Nice. So I'm, the what power, I'm saying Joseph. is, <laughs> the, the big city's a good movie. Yes, <laughs> that's what Fair I'm enough. saying. 
Fair enough. I was enough. proud of it. I like the guy. I fucking I love this movie. Yeah. Um, thumbs up. Big I like that. I think I like the husband. I like. I yeah, liked I him too. a lot. He was. Yeah. I think he really acted his ass off. He he yep. he did that uh, that that acting with it like being motionless. You know, Timothy. Bottoms there was a part acting. of me. I swear to God. There's a yeah. There's a part of me that wanted him to. Uh, uh, like shoot the boss or something like that, like really sort of up the ante at some point during. And I'm glad they didn't. But that, at the same time, I was like, it'd be fucking interesting if he went and shot the boss. But you know, like Shakespeare, <laughs> like you know, a lot. I mean, just name the great writers. Uh, this little elements put in there where it's like, oh, the the tension gets ratcheted up when he's when he's in the office building toward the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. You're just not sure where the fuck that's going to no go. No idea. And then it goes to a different place, and then you think, oh my god, he's really going to react. Then, <laughs> and the way he reacts is so surprising and and so beautiful. Yeah, in a way, and so subtle at the same time. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's um, not. Quite, I wouldn't say gorgeous movie. It's a, it's in a it's in a beautiful. Um, uh, inky black and white yeah that i really really like it's it's a little sort of overexposed the film but just slightly and i really really like it it's a movie for, and i gotta say this too it's a movie with a positive message and those aren't necessarily my favorite movies no in fact as a rule they are not but this but is just done so fucking well in a way that it that doesn't feel like there's a cheat going on in the poor movie making or movie making that uses too many cheats have made us <laughs> yeah. bad viewers that we want we don't even want positivity in a movie that's right. not really our fault in a way we're victims cellulite victims all right oh, i don't like that i'll take that Believe uh, me. i said cellulite not cellulite okay tommy uh, you make fat jokes you'll I'm make fat impressed. Joke. <laughs> all right Say buddy i love you man hot your mama hi yeah, yeah.